The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. You're muted, Town. God damn it. My fucking cat <laughs> just walked across my keyboard and fucking muted me. Good start. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins, off mute, joined by our host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing a lot better tonight than I was last night, at the very least. Like, I can say that. Um, yeah, um, I, 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 it's, I'm hanging in there. That's, that's what I'm doing here. What the fuck are you wearing, though? Got my, my gritty headband on. Talon oh, pointed out pre show there. Okay. <laughs> it looks, I, I can catch that part. Did, did you not get yours in the mail yet? I know you're a big Flyers fan. Uh, I'm still waiting for him. So yeah, yeah, I totally am now. We're, we're all in on the Flyers. <laughs> we ditched the Phillies. All in on the Flyers now. Um, but no, today, today, great day, great day. Champions League football. Let's go. Uh, Lazio got crushed by Feyenoord. I actually went to a Feyenoord game back in 2014. Great, great, great Dutch kids. Um, I don't like the Dutch in general, but, the, but those guys put on a show. So if we would lose a game, it better be to find or that, that was okay. But the, the rest of the games are awesome. Both German teams won. Got the Grand Salami over in the Champions League. Set me off uh, on the right path. Uh, did not bet the hockey game today, but as long as the Devils win, I'm in good shape. And uh, the, the, the Hughes bros, is, the more points they get, the better I, the better I get. Um, so, yeah, it's just another Wednesday for me. Do you ever go see the Whitecaps or no? Just... Fuck yeah, it. I've seen, I've seen four or five of their games. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 they used to have a, a smaller stadium, a lot better there on uh, is by the P and E, the, the like the Pacific Pacific uh, Exhibition Center, a lot better there than 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 they play now at the uh, BC, the BC place where the Lions play. It's a cavernous atmosphere. It's terrible. It's horrible. Don't like it. I only went to one game there, but back in the day, the Whitecaps games were excellent in terms of the atmosphere and whatnot. All right, glad we cleared that up. Uh, I'm doing yes. good, bro. Uh, I just chill. I had a, I did. You're right, 100. I just thought it was gonna be a little bit more positive, but um, I'm doing good. I had a fucking great day yesterday. You know, I think the only thing that really fucked me was the Oilers, but I mean, that team is. I don't even know. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Edmonton fucking stinks right now, but either way, regardless, I'm doing good. Long day at work. I'm tired as fuck. Bought some new cat toys. I've been fucking with the new cat a little bit. He's been he's been chill. He's having a good night, which is good for all of us. And uh, other than that, we're just we're just relaxing, enjoying. What day is it? Today's Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, bro. Wednesday. 
I guess we're just enjoying the Wednesday then. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's get rock and roll here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, we had the the NHL Bukaki or what do they call it? The Frozen Frenzy was going on yesterday. We're going to dig into that in a little bit. There was 16 games going on. Every team was in action. Uh, so that was absolutely electric. And then in typical NHL fashion, they followed up with the next day with one game with, between the Capitals and the Devils, which sucks. That's neither here nor there. Uh, what else we got going on? We got football, kind of a kind of an okay slate coming up this weekend. So that'll be cool in the NFL. Uh, college football is going to be absolutely fucking sick. We got I don't know what we got. We got fucking MMA's doing its thing. We got baseball. Heartbreak for a boy in Philly. There, Mr. Ryan Gilbert. The floor is yours. Tell us how you feel about the Philadelphia Phillies and uh, getting uh, getting smoked by Gabriel Marino and Lorez Gurriel Jr. See, I know football and, oh, uh, and oh, other now things. You know what is the players? <laughs> well, I was just going to say. I, I, I know the players, okay? I was just going to come on here and say, you know, baseball finally decided the season was too long, so they canceled the World Series. But you asked for, for a little bit of a rant here, so I'll go on. it. It's just an absolute choke job. There are people talking about on Twitter, was this the worst choke job in Philly sports? And, you know, it wasn't a championship series. There weren't up 3-0, but they were up 2 two nothing going to Arizona talking about like celebrating in their pool they have in the outfield and rightfully so we were all riding high they were coming off a 10 nothing win we put the backups in we put garrett garrett stubbs in we put jake cave in you, you don't put the backups in in the, in the playoffs i don't know if we anger the baseball gods everyone was already assuming world series and whatnot i bet some some on the on for the phillies to sweep through some on that and then went to arizona uh could not hit could not throw strikes out of the bullpen just could not get anything done uh they come, came back home then three two had two games at home best home field advantage in, in sports and they put up two complete duds i mean just a complete failure up and down the organization uh, the trade deadline they did not do enough they needed at least another bullpen arm they needed a bench bat so it didn't have to be jake cave or christian pache pinch hitting here in a, in a crucial game seven managerial decisions were kind of handcuffed by that not, not having that but also uh rob thompson was a little bit stubborn with his lineup not changing it up uh you know could have made some more decisions he was more he was leaning into being a player's manager which helps but it, but it, it it didn't didn't work in a, in a crucial game seven crucial series after you blow a, a two nothing lead and then the players the players just did not come up they came up tiny i think nick castellanos who was fantastic in the nlds was like one for 24 or something in the nlcs he was just swinging at anything near the strike zone bryce harper trey turner the Kyle Schwarber, Jason Romero, all had chances with runners on to, you know, in, in a one one or two run game to, to make their statement, have a legacy game. And they, they came up small. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, took a fastball right down the middle and then had a, had a fly out right down the middle. And then, yeah, it was just a total choke job. I know you guys don't follow baseball at all, but it, it, thank you for giving me the floor here. It's a, it's a bit of, a bit cathartic here. So, yeah, it's it's tough. I'm still a bit numb. Uh, if, it hit me last night, like in the totally. sixth, catch all that or what? Fuck, they're, they're gonna lose. Them. Stop. Just, just let them go, man. Just let them go. I, we're, we're not. We are uh, um, just not participants. This is just him just spilling his guts out. <laughs> Get it out. That's let it, it out, that's, Brian. That's, let that's, it out. That's this is a safe that's place for you. You know. I appreciate it. Now, like, was people left on bases? That's a thing. Were you guys stranding people? Uh, there there were. Bases. I'm just trying to help contribute here. <laughs> there, there was. Uh, they were up by one in the fourth inning. Bases loaded two outs and they let the nine hole hitter who's only playing for defense to, to hit. He struck out on three pitches. People are saying they should have 
pinch hit for him, which they should have if they had better better reinforcements off the bench to, to pinch hit for him. It would have been better options. Um, yeah, it's just been there. It, it's tough because like it's not like oh this one play or this one call changed things. Like it, it was just it's just a a failure just up and down the lineup. Zach Wheeler is the only player I, I feel confident in. He's one of the most underrated Phillies in history. I saw rest- watching the game. Uh, he was that was his first ever relief pitching, right? Like yeah, he came he, in relief yeah, there. He, he came out of relief out. and pitched like at least two innings. I mean, he was great after starting two games before. Like he had gone on short rest out of the bullpen. Yeah, it was a valiant effort from from uh, Zach Wheeler. Aaron Nola even did well. Probably going to let him go uh, for all you baseball fans out there, but. Yeah, it's just it it just sucks because it's not like oh like even the Eagles Super Bowl you can point to that oh that one holding call maybe would have changed things but this was just so many chances they just did not come through. I heard there was a bad call by a third base coach. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> yeah, Catherine uh, uh, Stilley said that said that in in the chat there. I don't think that was in Game <laughs> Seven. Oh no, it was there 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 was, but I. First, just one, still had first and third with one out. Should have got the run home. They did. Yeah, that was great. That was great. You, you, went, you, you, you were, you were absolutely. You got, right. Maybe, you got your maybe, sources. I'll, maybe I'll bring back uh, baseball money is fake with Ryan and Talon. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I would, we should do at least one episode and just let me win. Yo, it's Frank Caponato up to bet. That was my boy back in the day, yo. What are we doing? Where's Troy Gloss at? Third baseman. Let's fucking go. Legend. Is he playing? No? I don't fucking know. All right. Hell yeah. In the end, in the end, we are sorry to the fine folks of Philadelphia. We mean it. All three of us were on the Phillies for this. Some of us more so than others. Uh, we, our thoughts and condolences out to the fine folks of Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with all those greased poles. Are they still greased up? Like, how long does that shit last? You know, I, I, I walked to, to Rite Aid by my house by Broad Street on game six on Monday night. And there was just a bunch of cops just waiting for a potential, potential celebration or potential ride after that. loss. And then, <laughs> yeah, just a bunch from sta- it was like, it was like five o'clock and like the game had just started. And then the same thing last night, like SEPTA put out tweets. They were like shutting down elevators and escalators and in, in pre- preparation for a celebration. So just fuck all of it. Honestly, <laughs> keep, keep the, keep the grease poles. The flyers are winning the Stanley cup. So be ready. Be ready. Oh, in Lordy. Oh, Lord. Okay. Now to, and to put a bow on this for us that aren't big baseball people, what would this matchup be? Like if you would this be like, I don't know, like fucking Nashville beating like Carolina or something in the semifinals or like, what would this be in hockey terms? You know? Big upset because um, right? I feel like it was the favorite, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, in the series, it would be like kind of like the Panthers over the Bruins ish, as a just to, just to give an example that, from last that? year. I mean, based on going into the series, the Phillies were not nearly as dominant as the Bruins were in the regular season, but after taking down the Braves, everyone assumed that whoever won that series would make the World Series. So, just to use a, a recent example, it was, I mean, a wild card team doesn't really have any any star players they don't ever really have a kachuk or anything but yeah just a just a scrappy team putting hits together and uh taking down the, the big dogs they are fat uh yeah came out big <laughs> all right well maybe if you had fucking roberto alomar and joe carter you would have been able to win but i mean what do i maybe. know so hell oh, yeah. roberto alomar is yeah. canceled he he, he he did some uh shitty stuff is he canceled uh, I believe well, there were children involved, so yeah. Oh, you know, oh! Somebody getting canceled in baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? How many 
Yeah, how much of your team was fucking ripping needles in their ass when they're walking up to home plate. Who knows? Uh, all right, that's good, Ryan. Thank you for giving us to that. We hope you're feeling okay. Uh, we hope that the city of Philadelphia is all right. And you know what, Phillies? You'll fucking get them next year, bro. We believe in you. Um, all right, like we said, go check out the fucking SGPN website. All the stuff's going on in sports. Be sure to read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. Uh, he's pumping them out. They're absolutely killing it. Uh, what else goes on there? Listen to the other shows, everybody. All the other shows are killing it. NBA starting. Oh my god, I walked past. There's the Raptors home opener tonight. This is what's fucked up. Okay, you go people at Raptors games like it's like a thing. They dress up. It's not like you're show like Leafs fans. I know they have like a, a, a the what do you call it the persona of everybody just wearing suits and shit. That's just the rich motherfuckers. When you get to the 300 levels, it's pretty gritty. You go to a Raptors game, like the hoes are in like six inch fucking heels, leather pants, like they're they're hoeing. The boards are all fucking like I don't know what. I'm trying to be political here, like politically correct. They're all you know like looking fresh and shit, you know, like that. The only people that are wearing jerseys are the Indians or the Chinese. So, like, I guess those are the real fans <laughs> of the team. I don't fucking know. But, like, and the, uh, there's a, the fat white bitch is like a Raptors jersey. Don't get me wrong, too. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just see all these people walking. I feel like I'm going to, like, a, like a fucking, I don't know, like a mortgage sales like a mortgage sales conference or something at like the Western hotel or some shit like that. That's the type of people that show up for this game, man. But everybody looked like they're having a good time. So I, who am I to shit on them? It just, I'm walking through this crowd. I'm like, what is going on? All I smell is dope and booze and fucking like, like a hundred dollar cologne. I'm like, what is happening? It's just the, it's a mix of people. And I just can't wrap my head around it, bro. But I hope everyone's having a good time. Anyways, basketball starting. That's the moral of the story, I guess. All that stuff's going on in the world of sports. You can find all that at the SGPN website. Uh, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. You know, bit of a soft day in the Discord today, but that's because there's only one game, and maybe there's a bit of a hangover from the massive slate last night. But what do you expect, bro? Like, what are you going to talk about? There's only one fucking game. But anyways, everybody in there is still an absolute beauty, so shout out to all of our friends and pals uh, in the Discord. Uh, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account, our social media. Uh, what's his name? Social media assistant producer. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction as well. He'll fucking hook you up. Or you can uh, just start talking Phillies baseball and then Joel Meyer will appear because I guess he's a big Phillies baseball guy now. Or you can just stay, go and watch Vancouver Whitecaps anywhere except for where they play. And I guarantee you, he'll see them there too, and he'll fucking tell you how to get in the Discord. All right, and make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, uh, where you listen to your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, leave us a five star rating and review. Haven't got any of those since the season started, so it'd be nice to get some of those in there with a bunch of new listeners. I uh, love you guys. Make sure you subscribe. Turn on those auto downloads. Also, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We're going to be going live on there now. We're live on there right now. So shout out everyone in the chat. Make sure you subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel as well and follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Ryan, will you do your best gritty impression right now? Is there a gritty impression? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. No, he, he doesn't talk. He, he has like a squeak. I, I gave him a high five at a preseason game. His hand squeaks. His hand squeaks? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking like, like, weird. A, like a squeaker toy. All right, fair enough. Uh, what are we gonna do now? What do we? What's? Uh, let me look. I'm pulling this shit up. Sorry, I have my thing closed. Uh, all right. Yes, the NHL Frozen Bukaki, aka the NHL Frozen Frenzy discussion. Ryan, you're the only one that actually had this available to you to actually watch. 
what happened? Were you impressed? Were you not impressed? Are there things that you wanted to see that you didn't? There's stuff that you did see that you know kind of got you got you all fucking horned up. What, what, what's the verdict here? Yeah, I mean, it might surprise some people that I actually did watch it because it did coincide with Phillies Game 7, but I had it on a second screen. You know, I needed something to distract me a little bit. And yeah, th there was good. There was bad. I mean, I think it's a, it's a great concept, but I don't think you need 16 games on a night. Like, even this Thursday night, there's 11 games. Like, eight of them start between 7 and 8. Like, you could do a Frozen Frenzy then. Frozen Frenzy is a great idea that ESPN needs to do more. They should offer it, you know, they could realistically do every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday when there's like eight or more games. They could do that, you know, make it a perk of ESPN Plus, put it on some ESPN like news or ESPN eight the Ocho channel and, and draw in viewers. But like what what was bad for me was first of all, Butchergrass and, and Kevin Weeks, uh, they're just way too over the top with with everything. Uh for that Kale McCarr backhand goal, Weeks was like, Oh, call him Kale Mozart, because that was a concerto. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? We don't need that. And, and it's also like they, they it's NFL red zone is great because you know, when football teams are going to score, I think I just saw Joel say this in the discord, like it, you build up to, to an event that we're, we're scoring. And then for hockey, like besides power plays, you don't know when they're going to score. And like, they would just go to games, not telling you if it was live or a replay. So I would all just assume, okay, this team has the puck. They're going to score. So like, there's no, suspense there so i would like to see it again i would like to see though them just going live into games and letting the local announcers take it over until you know the next the next commercial break or the next stoppage and then being like okay while that was going on here's the goals you missed or, or something like make it clear when it's live or versus or, or versus a replay better announcers you, you need just someone that can that can pass it around and you don't need this over the top shit and uh yeah you don't need the 16 games you, you can do this it's something where if ESPN wanted to, they definitely could do this more often. But and another point is like we're talking about how to grow the game. ESPN is the reason that hockey needs to grow the game. Hockey was great when ESPN was covering it back in the early 2000s. They lost the TV rights. They stopped covering for, for 15 years. And now we're getting segments like the Pat McAfee one that, that, that Talon retweeted. I saw it was uh, the, the hockey's awesome. And yeah, hockey is awesome. But the, the ESPN ignored it for two decades. And that's why people aren't into it as they should be. But overall, Frozen Frenzy was uh, it's good. It's good as a concept. I'd like to see it again. I don't want to see 16 games on one night. I saw people all oh, there should be 16 games on one night every week. Yeah, let's just add a few more players each side. Put them on, put them on grass. Make a goal zone towards the end, and if you if you catch it in the goal zone, let's say you, you get six points, and then you can you know get other points other ways. But no, hockey is its own thing. You can do frozen frenzy more often. It's a great concept. Just needs some uh, fine tuning. Right, uh, Ryan alluded to my thoughts on it, which is that I don't think that hockey works the same way as football in terms of the. You know, in red zone, you can build up to a score because you know when a team is about to score, they're on the goal line, they're in the within the twenty yard line. Um, but in hockey, what that comes down to is you're just constantly showing power plays. And in my opinion, that's not real hockey. Five on four is not real hockey. Five on five is real hockey. That's my old school take. Uh, but more importantly, the what I was most disappointed. I thought this was going to be commercial free, but apparently mm, there's commercials yes. the whole fucking time. Like the whole charm <laughs> of the red zone is that there's no commercials. Like Scott Hansen, seven hours of commercial free football. But no, hockey, we got to know. It was commercial every seven, eight minutes. So that, that's bullshit. So that, that's what I didn't like about it. But uh, it's fine to have it like on the side, I guess. But I would just rather have a, a, a hockey game you, you're really interested in on the main screen. Maybe 
have this frenzy thing off to the side if you want to follow in the highlights uh personally i have a weird system where i just look at the odds and when a when a game goes off the board that's the game i switch to because i want to see what happened there See what's there. that's so smart <laughs> <laughs> I make my own my own frozen frenzy, my own uh, bukkake. Um, Your self made bukkake. <laughs> yes, all, all yeah. owning this in here. Self Hell self yeah. pleasuring. Um, so yeah, that that that's my thoughts. But I do like the staggering starts. But I wish they wouldn't start so early. Like just start mm-hmm. it at seven EST, and then just roll from there. Like like you can have multiple games on at the same time. You don't have to <laughs> every fifteen minutes. You start at the start of the game. You can have multiple games start at the same time, and have a few games on a night how about that how about leave some leftovers for the fucking pacific coasters right uh mm-hmm. so when i got home after the bar you know there's only like two games on when everyone else already like fulfilled their load and uh i went to That's sleep fair. and then, then it was just it was just me just watching the fucking flyers play the knights uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least give me so, a good game like i guess it exactly. was a good game. that was a good game come on it, it was, was a good, good game. game but it, on paper it was not uh yeah but yeah, and the coyotes and the and the kings, I guess, stretched out late. But yeah, that that's that's my feelings on it. I have two kind of different thoughts, and I saw a lot of you gotta remember in Canada, this wasn't really a big thing, like the whole frozen frenzy. Uh it was more so just being portrayed as hell, there's 16 games on tonight. So I got kind of two thoughts. I'm with I'm with you guys when it comes to the whole maybe the frozen frenzy concept of okay, we're switching from game to game on one stream doesn't necessarily work within hockey because in football it kind of does because like joel said you got an itch you kind of got a feel when you know when a team's like putting a drive together or it's a tight game or something like that in hockey it's so fast paced similar to that of like basketball where it's just the back and forth is so crazy that you can't just automatically assume that hey there's going to be a goal here or there's not going to be a goal here you're 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 guessing you're grasping at strings so to me, that concept on its own is, is flawed. Um, and then the other side of it, with the whole 16 games in one day, I'm fine with that. I think I think the NHL should do more of that. The problem is you can't have 16 games on a fucking Tuesday night or, a, yeah, Tuesday night. Now, let's face it. You have to do it on a weekend. And let's be honest, the, the NHL would never do it. They're too scared and maybe rightfully so to go against either college football on Saturday or the NFL on Sunday. So you're not going to see it. It, would, they would, it wouldn't amount to viewership. I understand that. But like the staggered starts, is it really that different? If you had fucking nine games going at seven o'clock, like guess what? They start like 15 minutes early or some shit. Yeah, I understand that maybe it's different and the staggered start is an issue. But it to me, it just, if you're going to do it, do it kind of how the NFL does. Just grow some balls. You're like, okay, we're doing fucking 16 games on Saturdays. Fuck you, college football. Chances are, if you like college football, you're in America. You're not watching hockey anyways. So cater to your own fans and be like, okay, we're doing six games at fucking one o'clock. We're going to do another six games at like four. And then we'll do like another six, like two games or something at eight. And then throw a couple games out for the folks in the West Coast, like Julie said. That's just off the top of my head. Change the numbers up however you want. But like... Grow a set. Stop catering to the people that aren't watching your sport, and let's cater to the ones that are, and just let it grow through that. I guess. Like, is it perfect in theory? No, maybe not. But I don't know. Like, I don't mind the idea of a sixteen-game schedule, but like, if you're gonna do it, like, grow a fucking set of balls and do it properly. You know, sixteen know. is too many. Like, because now we only have one game Monday, one game Wednesday. There's got to be a, a few and more make games. Teams on play back to back. I'm sorry. Like, I I know it, there's a this isn't the NBA, bro. Like, you can play back to backs. Like. It's an okay. You're doing them anyways. You're scheduling back to backs on Tuesday nights and right. Wednesday nights anyways. Schedule them purposely around that. You know, if you have to do a back to back, make it be like that. 
I don't think there's a benefit to having every team play besides being like, oh, besides being able to market that, oh, every team's playing as if that's some sort of special thing. Like, just have it. And like you said, it should be on a Saturday. Make it like Saturdays in February, Saturdays in March. Yeah. After the All-Star break, every team comes back, plays Wednesday or Thursday, and then they play Saturday and, and make it that Saturday. Like, take over Saturdays before the playoffs to, to get everyone hyped up for it because that i mean that's when the real hockey or the casual hockey fans become real real hockey fans when their teams are marking towards the playoffs in march in april february being like okay what's my team up to can they can they make a can they make a run what are the expectations and, and that shit because i mean mo- most american most hockey most casual fans are football fans first and foremost and then and then hockey it's just just how it is I'm about to slap wings in the face. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <I was waiting laughs> Yo, fuck, fuck this guy. All right. You know what? Our fucking intern here. Yeah. How do you like that one? Our snap. Our yeah. Snap. He's about to get a fucking little dick snap coming his way if he keeps this up. All right. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think. I think the whole thing was a little bit overblown. Like, what are we doing? Yo, just play hockey. I, I want to watch hockey all day long. So I like the. Just make me be able to watch hockey from like. 12 o'clock on a fucking Saturday until, you know, last game finishes like fucking 1 a.m. or something. That's all I want. I'm asking for the world. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we have that. The problem is that they'll schedule one game on these Monday. Well, that's Wednesday, it. Fridays. That's... Thankfully, Basically. Friday, we got a full full slate for once. Yeah, I looked ahead, but uh, hopefully the, the one game slates are over for now. Okay. All right. I think that wraps it up. Are, are you guys... Did, did you finish the Bukaki talk? I am satisfied. I am relieved. I, I have all my, I lo- unloaded all, all my thoughts. Are they, wait, when are they doing this again this year? Is this just like a one-off? No, it's just the one-off. <laughs> okay. One time. <laughs> this is the only time. Why are we even talking about it? It's probably never going to happen again ever. So. Well, I mean, ESPN could like come back with like a frozen frenzy, like we're talking about for like a, a 10 12 game slate in like february if they don't have programming like i'm sure they'll do something similar in the second half of the year hopefully if, if they know what if they know what's good all right well or just watch sports center after the fact whatever it's all the same <laughs> okay bad right. boy what do we got bad boy oh yes that's right that's my turn um all right so the nba is back and uh Oh, that's the wrong one. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. Toss out an Underdog spicy play you like. <laughs> They are the higher or lowers with Chili's next to the name. Uh, I don't know what that means. So watch along, <laughs> make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. But the NBA is back. And to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash NBA dog. Nice. Do they got an NBA? What are you going to say? We can re- we completely skipped over locked on total at the top of the show. Didn't we? Oh shit. You're right. We did. All right. Let's get into that. 
HGP, Lock Dog Total. We missed that. You know, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. That's okay. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, well, you, you were perfect. Well, last show. Maybe somebody was perfect. All right. So this is what we happened. I went 3 0 up 3.98 units. Uh, Ryan went 1 and 2. He was down 0.82 units. And Mr. Meyer went 0 and 3. That's why he's reading the ads uh, down four units. A little bit of a tough slate. Uh, all right, I'll kick us off here for my lock. I had Dallas money line minus one fifteen versus Pittsburgh. This is something we talked about when we were on uh, our last show. Like this is just fucking absolutely ridiculous odds here. The Stars are the real deal. The Pittsburgh Penguins are definitely not. So getting the amount of the money line minus one fifteen was good. I think it was like a four one final or something like that for my dog. Uh, this was a spite play I talked about, and you better believe I gave the guy the gears that I was talking about in the fantasy pool that I was in. Uh, anyways, I had the Vancouver Canucks in regulation plus one fifty versus Nashville. Closer game, I think it was a three two final. Uh, Nashville was still in it. Don't get me wrong. But anyways, the cookie crumbled and we still won. And then uh, the total, this was fucking stupid. I think everybody and their mom should have been on this one. It was Florida San Jose under seven, uh, minus 135. I actually bet it under six and a half because why the fuck not? I think it was like minus 105. But for the under seven, minus 135, I think it was a three, two final, three, one final or something like that. So the under definitely came in. Yeah, for me, I once again hit my lock. Uh, Maple Leafs minus 170 at the Washington Capitals. 4-1 win there, despite getting heavily outshot. So uh, glad I hit the lock there because my dog, uh, the Flyers, plus 195 at the Vegas Golden Knights. I actually did stay up for this game. I was uh, watching it in bed. Uh, I saw the Knights tie it, and I saw it in the final minute. I felt it coming, and then the Flyers blew it. Could not even get a point, so they lost 3-2. And my total was the Hurricanes Lightning over six and a half minus one twenty. That was a uh, three nothing shutout by uh, Jonas Johansson. And like, is Jonas Johansson a guy? He has the eighth best goal save above above expected so far. I mean, it's and he played oh, six games. He, he, I don't know if, if he if he's a guy or if John Cooper just has his team playing well in front of him. But uh, nevertheless, that was a loss for the over. Uh, for myself, I was in a, a war. With the Sanders against the Sabres, I thought that the Sanders would get it done. Massive CLV in this game, of course, because the Sabres just played against Montreal in their own building and went up north to Ottawa, playing their, their backup goalie there. And then the Sanders, just the goaltending, keeps letting him down. It's a pretty close game, all, all things considered, is just the, the goaltending one out. But you know what? You know what I saw at the end of the game? A fucking brawl. I think I saw Thor Lebowski throw some shots at BBC. BBC might have had a couple of response. And I think I saw myself out there with, with Talon Jenkins. We, we wanted to tuck each other out. But you know what? The Sabres won this war, this battle, but it's not the war. The war is not over. The Sens will win this war. I guarantee the Sens will finish atop the standings against the Sabres. Sens lost this game. Fucking, it, like, the Sabres, they, they lost energy in the third period, of course, because they, they played the night before. The Sens came back, scored a few power play goals, but unfortunately couldn't get it done towards the end. It's a bad goaltending. Bad, bad. I won't even say it's a bad pick because if you bet something minus 155, closest minus 185, I won't, I won't uh, take that back. Uh, my dog, Coyotes, plus 170. Coyotes look pretty fucking good, actually, for a lot of the game. Their power play looks fucking sick, man. Uh, just a tip going forward, Coyotes' power play goals. Like, if you watch this team on the power play, they, they, they look legit. Like, Michelli, Cooley tossing the puck around. They, they look sick. Uh, they crashed the net. Dursey. Awesome. awesome. Dursey, yes, Dursey looks great too. I was watching him. Okay, like, what the does. fuck? But it was, since when is he like a uh, number one D man? But no, he, right. he's looking very, really good. It was just Vimelka. <laughs> he was leaky Vagmilk time. Uh, he, he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Uh, Goldtang was the difference there. Phoenix Coffee stood on his head. Uh, not as on his head, but Kings were, were, were a better team. Uh, we'll give him credit there. Bad, 
not a bad bet either. I won't I won't take that one back either. This one though, Avalanche Islanders under six. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to goaltending. Sorokin apparently is not playing like he was last year. He's he's actually one of the worst goalies in the league so far through the first six games he's played. Georgiev had one of his worst game of the year, and it was a seven four game. So. Yeah, I, I won't take this. I, I I will take this one back. This was a bad bet. Just but you can't predict these these goaltenders. It, this this game just opened wide up. Um, so yeah, it, it's like when it's three two at the end of the first period or beginning of the second period. There there's no excuse for under there. It, it's yeah, but Avalanche won. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> All right, glad we cleared that up. Go Avs, eh? Fuck yeah, uh, undefeated. Oh, All you know right, what? boys. 15, 15 road wins in a row. That's an NHL record across multiple seasons. Obviously. Getting back to last year, yeah, yeah. No, no. Since we've since we uh, NHL history, bro. NHL history of fifteen road wins in a row. No, yeah, the, the wins That's dating back to last year. Wins though. dating. Oh, back yeah, back. of course, of course, of course. We've only like six six games in. <laughs> That's a one year record. Pretty big deal, though. No. <laughs> 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 all right, that is good, though. Shout out Colorado. They're a bunch of fucking studs. Um, all right, boys, we got an 11-game slate set for Thursday, October 26th. Are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. All right, let's kick it off. First game on the docket here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Anaheim on the money line sitting at plus 250. Boston on the money line at minus 310. Uh, Bruins on the puck line at minus one and a half is paying off minus 118. The over under is at six, over paying off minus 108. The under minus 112. I will kick us off here. Uh, I'm actually on the Bruins puck line in this game because I was making a bet with my buddy at work. I forget what he's talking about. He's like, I want to take Anaheim somehow tomorrow. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you want to take Anaheim? He's like, fuck the Bruins. I'm like, okay, well, I will definitely take the Bruins then. And he's like, give me the puck line. I'm like, you got it. So that's good enough for me. Give me Boston minus one and a half on the puck line at minus 118. Uh, As far as over under goes here, I hate six. I wouldn't be betting this, so I don't really have a, a play either way. I like that. Uh, I like the Bruins puck line play. And these two teams just played what on, on Sunday there in Anaheim, Boston won three one. So could see very much a uh, similar outcome. So I'm, I'm bringing back my uh, first uh, gimmicky Gilbert parlay of the season here. Uh, I have the Bruins over two and a half goals and the ducks under two and a half goals at uh, minus minus one ten. So I felt like that was a pretty good price to get with the puck line at minus minus one eighteen. Uh, the ducks, you know, they've only scored more than two and a half goals against the Blue Jackets last time out in overtime and then uh, earlier in the season against Carolina. And Boston has yet to allow more than uh, two goals in a game. So I, I like that bet a lot. Right. Not a single game of the Bruins has gone over. And I mentioned last episode how Greg Cronin's got the Ducks playing like a uh, totally different kind of defense than they were last year under um, oh, what the fuck's his name? The old coach that got fired. Doesn't uh, matter. But doesn't Eakins, matter. He's gone. Was it Eakins out there? Eakins, that's right. Dallas Eakins, he is, he's gone. But uh, Greg Cron has come in. He's totally reworked this defense. And the, yeah, they're playing totally different hockey, much more defensive. And Gibson's playing like uh, he was a couple years ago. Bruins, of course, under team. I love the under in this game. Under six, minus 112. It should be under five and a half. Love that for the side. It, it's uh, Eileen Docks or nothing. Bruins come back after a long road trip. Ducks are a feisty team. Quack, quack. Uh, so, yeah, I lean to the Ducks here at plus 250. But a stronger play on the under six. 
my fucking phone sucks. All right. Um, moving down here at the, what is it, 7 o'clock slate again. I didn't put the times in here. Okay, I'm just kind of winging it for time. The, 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 these are all seven. The, the, these, these are all sevens? Six. Okay, thank it's you very much. Cocky. Seven, it's not 715, cool. 730, Good. 745. We're, we're nice and clean. We're nice and clean up here, which is nice. Okay. Uh, 7 o'clock game. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, San Jose on the money line, sitting at plus 240. Tampa Bay on the money line at minus 298. Massive home favorites. Uh, Tampa Bay on the puck line at minus 1.5 is paying off minus 115. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Um, all right, for this game here, dude, the Sharks fucking suck. Like, are we going to talk about just how bad they are? This team cannot score goals. Like I said, they're still only averaging 1.33 goals for per game. Uh, and uh, if you look at the goaltending-wise, Capo Kakinen. Fun name to say. Capo Kakinen has a goal against average of 3.59 and a save percentage of 0.897. Save percentage isn't that terrible, but still, they fucking stink. Uh, Ryan was talking about is Jonas Johansson the real deal? He is not, but I don't think he has to be the real deal when you're playing against the San Jose Sharks. So again, I don't necessarily love the puck line because I hate fucking betting puck lines. I don't know, like maybe a, a team total. Like I feel like Kucherov chomping at the bit here. I feel like Kucherov can put up fucking two or three himself in this game. So maybe like a race to four like Ryan always likes to do or just like a Tampa Bay team total is the play. Uh, regulation probably isn't paying off significant money, maybe like minus 170 or something. So I don't know about that. As far as over-under goes, though, I'm leaning the under, man. Like I know I just fucking shit on Jonas Johansson, but like the Ducks can't score. Or not the Ducks, sorry, the Sharks can't score. They're fucking terrible. So I don't know. Anytime I see a Sharks game, I'm just going under until they prove me not to do otherwise. Yeah, uh, that's a good look there. I'm going to go the uh, other team total, though. The San Jose Sharks team total under two and a half. I believe I got that at around minus 125. I think it's minus 140 on DraftKings. Um, I've been talking about it. I feel like every show now. I mean, the Sharks have yet to score more than two goals in a game this season. So I'm going to keep that going here. But you know, look, looking looking closer into it, or they scored three against Carolina in that one game, but besides that, only scored one in the other games. But looking at the advanced numbers, like the Sharks have the worst expected goals 4% in the league at 38%, but the Lightning are right down there with the third worst at 42.47%. So they're playing, they're getting results better than they're playing. Maybe, maybe Johansson is reason for that. Maybe, you know, their competition is the reason for that. But uh, yeah, I, I like uh, the Sharks team total under two and a half here at minus 125. Boys, you guys are shitting all over the Sharks. The Sharks are coming. <laughs> chomp, chomp. <laughs> Look who the You're Sharks the- have played so far. The Sharks have played the Gold Knights, the Avalanche, the Hurricanes, the Bruins, the Predators, and the Panthers. They're all playoff teams. Maybe the Predators aren't, but the rest of them are clear playoff teams and who are they playing now <laughs> and they're playing the lightning and you know who lightning played the last couple of games the hurricanes and the leafs you don't think that's a letdown spot it's a letdown spot they're playing the fucking sharks they're gonna be taking it off they're gonna go swimming in the beach they're not fearing any shark waters they're, they're, there's no sharks in these waters no 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 until the sharks come here come the sharks let's fucking chop them up let's chop their their, their fucking skinny legs and chop their dicks up let's go sharks uh sharks are gonna win this game uh, plus 240 is a very good number for them. I think that they are being underrated. They're not going to lose every fucking game this season, okay? And uh, no, no. Jonas Johansson is not going to put up fucking 40, 50 saves in every fucking game, okay? The Sharks are going to get their shots. They're going to get their chances, and they're going to score some goals, all right? Fuck that under two-and-a-half team total. Sharks are going to go score three, four, five, and they're going to win this fucking game. Let's go, Sharks. Sharks are going to be swimming along with the Ducks, eh? They're going to fucking eat them, too. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, moving on to Serbia time slot again. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 142. Pittsburgh Penguins on the money line at plus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 122. The under at plus 102. Uh, Joel, there's no way that you're going to come at me here and say the Penguins have a fucking chance. What do we got here? Wow. It's, uh, I already shot my load there with the Sharks. I can't have to build up the same kind of energy for this one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this line is getting a little high. But uh, we know that McKinnon tends to play up when he plays his buddy, Crosby. Man, I, I just – I just minus 142 is just a little bit high. I mean, my, my line is only minus 122 for the Avs. So, I know the Avs have been cruising so far. But I think they got a little lucky a couple games. Penguins, I think, are a little bit due to use our old friend from the Slacks term. Um, so, I, I'm not looking at the side here. I'm not looking at the side. I hope the Avs win, but I'm not betting the side at this number. But uh, the, the, the the total, though, I think under 6.5 plus 102 has some value because the Penguins' offense has been has been shite. Uh, but Jari's been okay. And the Avs' defense, Avs' goaltending's been good other than that fucking game against the Islanders where suddenly they, they let the Islanders score four goals. The Avs have uh, been pretty good on that end of the ice. So, I, I like the under 6.5 here. Plus money, plus 102. I think that's that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, give me the under in this game. I do also like the under there a little bit, especially as at the plus odds, as, as you said there, Joel. But you know, down, I'll, I'll tell you here, the Penguins are, are not winning this game. Avs minus one forty-two, maybe a little bit high, but the Penguins—they've lost three in a row to Detroit, the Blues, and then the Stars four-one there. I think the Stars are playing pretty good, and the Avs are rolling right now. It doesn't matter really who they're playing, what type of game they're playing. It looks like they're able to to find ways to win. They're out shooting teams, they're out playing teams. Of course, it's going to have a letdown spot at some point, but I don't think this is it. As, as Joel said, McKinnon gets up for these games against Crosby. Maybe look for some uh, McKinnon shots on goal props. He's been firing the puck on that at will there. But uh, yeah, the Penguins here, or the Avalanche here at minus 142 has to be the play for me, and I do lean to the under. One thing, McKinnon for the heart, 12-1 to 1 or so. I like that with uh, McDavid still out un- indefinitely. Uh, he's 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 like getting a point and a goal in every every freaking game and and I think that he'll he'll put up some points in this one. So McKinnon, look out for him for the heart. Uh, this is your chance to buy now. Hughes has three more apples tonight. Two primary. Oh fucking love it. And Hughes, let's go. Let's catch up that fucking Connor guy. That's sick, yo. Uh, yeah, you got to give me the abs in this game. I think there's something to be said for the Battle of Cool Harbor, bro. I think we're going to see awesome games from both Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon. So that's going to be absolutely sick. Maybe uh, potentially look out for each of them for like points or, you know, shots on goals. The McKinnon shots on goal props, definitely awesome. Um, so that is very enticing to say the least. Uh, as far as the side goes, yeah, give me the fucking avalanche, bro. There's no way here. I am, I am very low on Pittsburgh this year. This cat's fucking retarded. I'm sorry. But I'm very, very low on... Oh, I can't say that. I'm very low on Pittsburgh. Uh, anyways, the Penguins, I don't think that they have what it takes to be like... A, like they'll be fine, but they're, I don't know. They'll be sniffed around the playoffs. But you're coming against a team that's 6-0. You're coming off against a team that's absolutely rolling. The Penguins are on a three-game losing streak here. They just lost to Dallas. like, And not even like a great loss. Like Let's face it, Dallas outplayed the shit out of them. Tristan Jari has looked fine. Joel said it. He's right with that. He's looked fine. And I'm not a Tristan Jari guy by any means, though. And then on the opposite end, Gorgiev is like an absolute killer, bro. So, um, yeah, for myself, I'm all over Colorado on this game as far as over-under goes here. Uh, yeah, I don't mind the under, just the way that both goalies are playing. You know, like I said, Jari's been fine, you know. And then, like I said, Gorgiev's an absolute killer. Anytime you got a goals against average of 1.98 and a save percentage of 0.930, you're, a, you're an absolute stud here, man. So the under at... Uh, 
Um, what was it? Plus 102, I think, there's value on. And then Colorado, minus 142 on the money line. Georgia for the Vesna, baby. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. There's only one what? Vesna bet rocking around right now. Bro. Oh, you're a fucking oh. Waller? Waller? <laughs> uh, Joseph Bull, 75 to 1. I put down 20 bucks. It pays off like 1,500 bucks, you know? And you're betting on him taking the starting job. So don't fucking, we'll get into that. Don't worry about it. You're that. forgiven as a fan. You're forgiven as a fan. <laughs> Gorgiev does have the highest uh, goal safe above expected right now 8.2. So he's, he's playing well. What is it? What's the goal save under expected? Is that a thing? There's minus. I mean, it'll be minus. minus. Uh, He's got the minus. The, the, the worst, worst one. is Ilya Samsonov, negative five. Oh, He's been, <laughs> no, honestly, though, he's been shit. I'm not going to lie. Joseph Wall <laughs> at 6.1 in fourth. I mean, he's only played three games, but he's up there. I mean, they've only played six games in total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very uh, loosey-goosey at this point. Yeah. I'm saying Joseph Wall, 75 to 1. At the very least, if he takes that starting job, you can get some cash out money. That's all I'm going to say, okay? All right. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City, baby, in Detroit. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line, sent at minus 118. Detroit on the money line at minus 102. The over-under is at 6.5. Uh, overpaying off minus 108. The under minus 112 here. Uh, okay. I think the uh, I think the hot start, the hot run that we've seen off the Detroit Red Wings is uh is about to simmer down a little bit. They just had that a uh, little bit of devastating loss against the Seattle Kraken. I shouldn't say devastating. They battled back. I think they were down like three nothing or two nothing or something. Came back to tie it. Was it three one? Yeah. Yep. All right. Anyways, three one. They came out to tie. Ended up losing that game in overtime to Seattle uh, last night at the Frozen Bukaki. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna kind of see things even out a little bit here, dude. I cannot, I cannot get behind Billy Huso. Uh, I think he's absolutely fucking like just overrated and shit. So, uh, and on the other end, you have Connor Hellebuck, who we know is a great goalie. Maybe hasn't necessarily been playing great, but he has the means to do so. Um, Detroit's been electric offensively, though. Man, Dylan Larkin's been an absolute stud to bring cat. I think he's leading the league in goals. He's got like nine tucks or something like yeah. that. So he's an absolute killer. There's something to be said for that, too. Uh, I think we're gonna have a good game. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna take the Jets on this minus 118. And then, uh, I think we got a lot of offensive firepower here and defensive. Don't let Justin Holes plus eight stat that everyone's losing their mind about fool you. Uh, I'm not sold on the Detroit defense. And then Winnipeg, we all know about their defense. So give me the over six and a half at minus 108. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of either of these teams right now. This is pretty close to a pass game for me. I'm probably not going to end up betting it, but if I do, it probably will be the over. Uh, Detroit has been great offensively. They've also been allowing goals. They've gone over in, uh, what's that, six or seven games so far. Winnipeg has gone over in three of their six, and Hellebuck hasn't been playing like he normally does. So I think Detroit here at home can put up another four or five goals again. I mean, it'll definitely go over, you know, so, yeah, if you want to make a play for this game, over six and a half, minus 108. Maybe a Red Wings team total if that's at, at plus money, but no real strong feelings on this one for me. Right. Uh, I think the Red Wings do kind of regress towards the mean, like Talon was implying there to burn caddies. He scored nine already, but he's not going to keep that pace up. And they're, they're really relying on that top line to keep carrying the load. I don't think the rest of the offense does the same kind of thing. So, yeah, that the Red Wings, I don't think, are the side here. The Jets, meanwhile, they have, they have, they have greater depth. Morrissey's playing like a stud. The, you know, the Shifley's been electric. The only problem is uh, Hellebuck is not carrying his end of the deal so far after signing the big deal. But I think that he'll get things turned around eventually. But I don't know if it'll be this early. So 
the over six and a half might be a look, but uh, I think the better play here is the Jets side. I just like them as a, as a more securely structured roster, better top top down rather than the Red Wings. Just that that excellent top line of Larkin. Um, sometimes it's Perron, sometimes it's Raymond and uh, DeBrincat there. But yeah, I think the Jets here are the play. I'm. My number is only minus 111, but I think that there's room to grow there. I think that the, the Jets kind of like, or the, the, the Red Wings rather, regress a little bit going forward. Uh, so yeah, give me the Jets here. I think that they are uh, the much better team. Have you watched, have you, like, you guys watched any Red Wings games this year at all? I think I saw one. Yeah, I saw them uh, get the fucking shit stomped out of them out of the centers, and they still managed to win 5-2. to two. <laughs> that's, that's probably clouding my judgment. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> How's uh, how's our boy Moritz Sider looking? Is he okay? Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. No, he he's he's uh, absolute stud. He's gonna be number one D man. He might even move in Norris. The, uh, I was gonna say old, Norris uh, awesome, or is that like overkill a little bit? Maybe not this year, but going forward for sure. Like he's this is only his third year, but uh, no, yeah. he he looks great. Great for the German national team, die Mannschaft, in in uh, future Olympics if we ever get those again. Hmm. Olympics. <laughs> uh, all right, moving down to your next game of the dog at 7 p.m. time. So we got the Seattle Kraken against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina here. Uh, Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 164. Carolina on the money line at minus 198. If you are interested, uh, Carolina on the puck line at minus 1.5 is paying off plus 136. The over-under is at 6.5 over paying off plus 102. The under minus 122. Mr. Gilbert, take it away here, buddy. What do we got? Yeah, this is this is two of my two of my secondary teams here, Hurricanes and the Kraken. Of course, I have my uh, my great Seattle Kraken hat that Joel loves there, and I like the Kraken here tonight uh, uh, or tomorrow night at uh, plus one sixty four. I'm just not sure what to make of the Hurricanes yet. They couldn't score against you know, Mr. Hansen and the Lightning. Got outscored thirteen to eight in the previous two games, including in Seattle. They got they lost uh, seven to four. So we've seen these two teams play against each other. I don't think Carolina has enough enough you know figured it out yet. So. I don't think they should be this bigger favorites. I, I could not advise taking them here almost minus 200. So I'm going with the Kraken at plus 164. I think this is a much closer game than the line suggests. And uh, for the total, if I had to take a side, I probably would go for the under. I do see a, a much lower scoring game than the 7-4 game in Seattle, but I do still see Seattle winning it. I totally agree with Ryan here. My number is only minus 138. For the Hurricanes, given the way that they played so far, it, it's it's kind of uh, absurd that they're this 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 big of a favorite, considering they just came off of a long road trip. The Kraken have been a little bit snake bit, but it's still managed to get a couple wins here and there. And I think that their goal scoring will progress a little bit. Uh, the goaltending's been fine. Meanwhile, the Hurricanes' goaltending has been absolute shit. They're letting in like five six goals a game, other than against the Lightning, where I don't know how they didn't score uh, more than more than three in that one given the way that the Hurricanes have been playing. So, yeah, like, I don't know what the, the Canes have done to deserve this high of a number. So, absolutely, I, I totally agree that the crack are the side here. And that being said, I also agree with the over, over six and a half. The Hurricanes have been playing a little bit more free, full on hockey, a little bit more attacking, but uh, very poor defensively. So, if, if that's the case, then I think that there will be goals. Like, this is kind of like a – a big brother versus little brother in terms of the analytical side and in terms of uh, roster management and then roster construction. Um, but in this case, I think it backfires. I think that they, they, they both end up scoring goals here because uh, yeah, they're both, both, both defenses are not playing excellent. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get some back and forth here. 
both teams very deep and we can have uh, goal scoring lines all the way through first line, second line, third line, fourth line, they can all score goals. So yeah, I think we'll see goals in this game, but definitely, definitely stronger on the, on the Kraken side here at plus 164. Mm-hmm. This is a hard game. Like I, I, don't want to bet Seattle, but then again, like you look at that number, Julie said with Carolina, like should they be minus 200 favorites in this game? By no means whatsoever. They're 32nd in the league when it comes to goals against. They're averaging well over four goals against per game. Uh, they're scoring too, so don't get me wrong here. And then on Seattle's side, like they're not really scoring that many goals. Like they're only averaging 2.29 per game. That is very skewed because I think they put up seven last time they played Carolina, like earlier in the season. So this whole game to me is just a little bit of a mess. Um, with that being said, if I had to pick a play here, man, like there's a little bit of juice on it, but I don't hate Seattle plus one and a half at minus 162. I think, you know, yeah, it's a little bit of juice to play, but there's some value there. There's no reason, like you guys said, why they can't just win this game outright. Plus 164 is an option, but I don't hate the not losing by two for this either, especially at minus 160. Uh, I, I might, I might even like put like a two units on that just to kind of make it a little bit worth it i don't hate it carolina like on paper theoretically carolina is the better team i don't think there's any arguing with that but it's not always about who's the better team it's about how are these teams playing and carolina has looked absolutely fucking abysmal man so i just i can't get behind the canes right now uh, as far as over under goes i'm with you guys i gotta go with the over six and a half when you, when you look at like goals for and goals against for this team it kind of cleans out in the wash a little bit but uh, both teams are giving up a shitload of goals, man. So, uh, yeah, give me the over six and a half, and then give me Seattle on uh, the cowgirl at plus 1.5. I want to uh, point out for the Hurricanes here, Brett Pesci is going to be out at least two to four weeks. He's a, he's a key defenseman mm-hmm. for them, so that should, should you know, give them more problems to work through here. So maybe the over is definitely the play. That is pretty big. Uh, significant. Okay, uh, moving on to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Montreal Canadiens. Game of South is in La Habitat de Montreal, Le Bleu Blanc et Rouge. Columbus on the money line, sitting at plus 100. Montreal on the money line at minus 120. The over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Jolie, I'm going to toss this one your way. What do you think about uh, our friends in the Bell Center here? What's going to go down? Well, the, the Canadians have uh, had a pretty strong start of the season. They're they're in every game. You know, they, they got they got shelled a little bit against the Devils, but they, even against them, they 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 play competitively. Stayed in the game. They just don't have the talent that the Devils do. But you know what, the Blue Jackets don't have. They don't have talent. So that's why I like the Canadians here to to win this one here. Only minus one twenty. That's a short number. I think uh, this team should be uh, bigger favorites than that, especially at home there after a home loss. Yeah, Blue Jackets. Meanwhile, they just they just lost at home to the Ducks. Uh, pretty pretty miserable performance there. Except by my boy Adam Fantilli, uh, goal and assist in that one. Um, so he's probably the only chance the Blue Jackets have in this one. Considering Blue uh, Johnny Goodrow is a fucking bum and uh, Patrick Liney <laughs> is out of lineup for a while. So give me the give me the Habs. You minus one twenty. I, I quite like this team um, to win against bad teams. You know the Canadians. They'll they'll be they'll be competitive in every game, but I think that this is a chance that they that they relish, you know, a, a chance to beat a bad team. So yeah, I, I think the Canadians get it done here. The Blue Jackets have shown me nothing. They can't score, which was their one quantity that you could count on. They were their one quality that you could quantify last year. They could score, but they couldn't defend. And now they they have a little bit better goaltending, but they still they they they, they diminish that by the, the fact that they can't score anymore. So yeah, uh, quite like the the Canadians here at home. That being said, the the total here, the, the Canadians do let up some chances, but they also, uh, you know, it's a give or take. 
because they also they also take a lot of chances. So that that's why I'm not I'm not taking the under. But uh, definitely the starter play would be with the Habs at home here, minus one twenty. I mean, I think the Habs are a little bit of better of a team at this point, uh, especially considering Lonnie's out and uh, the Blue Jackets don't look like the, that good of a team so far. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, especially what you said about the Canadians being able to to beat bad teams. Their, their losses so far are against the the Devils, the Wild, and the Maple Leafs, three playoff teams there, and they beat the Blackhawks, beat the Capitals, and beat the Sabers here. So. The Blue Jackets are much worse than the, those teams that the Canadians uh, lost to. Yeah, with, without without Line A, without um, you know much offensive power, firepower whatsoever for Columbus, I, I I can't back them here. So yeah, only at what minus one minus one eighteen minus one twenty here. The Canadians are at home, especially. Uh, I think I really like that. You know, what? I, I might might lean to the to the under here, the under six and a half at plus one hundred. Merzlikens has a safe percentage of nine thirteen. Jake Allen, 929. You know, if unless Montreal goes off for four or five here, I see it definitely an under game. So give me the home team with the Canadians in the under six and a half at even money. Um I'm a little bit against you guys on this one, bro. Like, yes, you're a lot of the points you brought up about Montreal about playing, you know, well against bad teams and maybe not as well against good teams is definitely valid. Um but I'm a little bit higher on Columbus, bro. Like, yes, it sucks not having line. Ventilli's been awesome. I know Jolie called Goudreau a bum. Maybe he's not playing as well as we saw him play with his time being at Calgary. But this guy still has the fucking talent world or talent. And I'm a, I'm a Jack Rostovic guy. I'm sorry. He's my boy. But um, one thing I do want to say here is uh, we just had a noted injury to um, – fuck, sorry. Cat's fucking up right now. Uh, injury to, 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 to David Savard. David Savard was actually a key part of the penalty kill for Montreal here. I think he's out for like three to four weeks or something with a broken hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Montreal already is last in the league as far as amount of penalties taken per game. So, yes, Columbus's power play isn't a barn burner, but you just lost one of your key defensemen on the kill here. There is some fucking firepower offensively from that power play side from Columbus. Uh, so I'm going to be leaning towards the Jackets here, man, at plus 100. You know, it's not a crazy play, but I definitely don't hate it. I also just think they're generically the better team, bro. Like, Alvarez Merzlikens, like, he's playing well. Like, I know traditionally we've shit on him on this show, but like Ryan touched on, he's got a .913 save percentage, .269 goals against average. And Columbus is a team that does give up a lot of shots. They give up the over 33.5 shots per game, averaging it's 25th in the league. And truth be told, Montreal doesn't shoot the puck that much. You know, they're 22nd in the league when it comes to shots for us. So everything... You know, look at me, numbers guy. Everything from a numbers point of view is kind of leaning my way a little bit here. So I'm going to be on the Jackets a plus 100. I do like that under, though, with what you guys said. Uh, I think both teams are going to have a trouble scoring just because both teams, generically speaking, are fucking brutal. So give me the under. Give me the Jackets. Merzlikens is playing better. I will give you that. Um, uh, that's a bet, which is... Uh... We are sponsored by Hall of Fame Bets. <laughs> Good fucking segue, buddy. Yeah. Just a lights out. That yeah. was just fucking that ripped. You fucking let's ripped go. it. Let's go. Went bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season, Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. 
Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to create more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. I like you started Seth like Joe. from New England and then went to England. There, so we're going <laughs> the Boston accent. <laughs> you caught that. <laughs> I couldn't do a Boston accent the whole time, so I switched to my uh, more. That familiar. is hard to do. You're right, but I, I got you. I like Sith Joel better. Are we than allowed to do that? Are we allowed to do accents? I think Why so. Not? Yeah. Why not? He's gonna Why stop not? you. Let's go. Well, I don't. I don't even know if I have a good accent. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Something will come to me. Give me, give me time. I think. I feel like I. Okay. No. I. Okay. I know. I do have good accents, but I just don't think I'd be allowed to do the good accents. That oh, I have. Just go full Ricky next time. Wow. Now, let me tell you. You have a Chinese girlfriend. You can do some pretty good fucking Asian <laughs> accent. That's all I'm gonna say. But we want to continue this show, so we will not be doing that. Uh, all right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in the city with the greasiest poles in the world right now. It's in Philadelphia. Uh, Minnesota, the money line, sitting at minus 122. Philadelphia, the money line, at plus 102. The over-under is at 6. Overpaying off, minus 118. The under, minus 102. Mr. Gilbert, I know this is tough for you talking about your city, but you got something to be optimistic about here. Let's go. Tell us why the Flyers are going to beat the mild right now. I mean, there's there's multiple reasons there. It's the Flyers are just the better team right now. Both are both at three, two, and one. Uh, expected goals four percent. The Flyers have the sixth best at fifty four point one one percent. Wild are the sixth worst at uh forty three point eight nine percent. And yeah, the Flyers, you know, coming back home, it's a big big Flyers beer stein giveaway. So I'll likely be attending that and have a nice beer stein. I'll show off on on the podcast afterwards. The Soros. <laughs> Can you get me one? Get me one and fucking send it my way or some shit. I, I might, yeah. If, if we're if we're coming to a pro flyers podcast, I, I I am more than willing. Yeah, and like yeah, this uh, this is the first half of a back to back for Minnesota, so unsure which goalie they were they will start. But no matter what, I think Carter Hart's playing better than him. Hart Hart's been been great. He was great against the the Golden Knights there until that that Cotter goal was insane. Minnesota got a, got a good win over Edmonton uh, on Tuesday night on the frozen Bukaki there, but now going on the road, they have not been too great on the road so far. One and one, including a loss uh, in Toronto, I believe. And the Flyers have been good at home. They shut they shut out the Canucks, shut down the Oilers. So I think come back home uh, on home ice, they they get it done here. Also, the uh, Wild are zero and five in their last five games, playing all one day's rest. So just give me more confidence here in the Flyers at plus one hundred two. And I would lean to the under six at minus 102 as well. Well, I have the wild here at uh, minus 127, which would imply a bet on the wild, but uh, I don't think that we are ready for that yet because I, I think the Flyers team has a lot of potential. I don't think that I've correctly adjusted for how well they've played so far, which is why I've taken a lot of shots on them to win some crazy shit like John <laughs> Tortora to win the Jack Adams at 50 to 1. I maxed that fucking bet out. I bet them to make the playoffs eight to one. I bet them to win the fucking Metro 125 to one. Uh, I don't like what I've seen from the Rangers, Devils, or Hurricanes. So why the fuck not the, the Philadelphia Flyers, right? They're, they're right in the mix. If they can keep this up, I know they do this every year. They, they start hot, then they kind of die down. But you know what? Maybe this is the year. They, they keep it rolling. Like this is only Tortorella's, what, his second year, right? So uh, mm-hmm. I think that he's he's got to. 
he's got a chance to, to keep these guys going. They don't have a lot of great players, that's for sure, but he can coach these these younger guys up. Tyson Forces look good. Sean Couturier, he's back. I like I like him quite a bit. Uh, Cam York has looked solid too. So if these guys get it going, why not? Why, why can't they keep it up the whole season long? 125 to 1 for the Metro? Why not? This is, this is putting into a pretty weak division. Like The Devils just lost today to the fucking Capitals, who are a joke. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm down with the Flyers, uh, but for this game, I'm just going to wait and see. I'm not, I'm not going to bet this one here. I think that the Wild are a good team too. And I think that they deserve to be a little bit higher based on my ratings, but I'm, I'm not backing them now. I'm just hoping for, I'm just hoping for Flyers wins at this point now, baby. Let's go. Uh, one more note. The reason why I'm betting all these Jack Adams stuff is because the favorites are ludicrous. Lindy Ruff. Ron Bridmore, they should not be the fucking favorites. These guys are not going to fucking win the award, yet they're 8-1, 10-1. They're the favorites, but they shouldn't be. These guys, 40, 50-1, have a better chance to win than these fucking clowns. They're not clowns. They're obviously great coaches and all that, but they're not going to win the award because not, that's not how the award works. It's for improvement. And uh, John Tortorella absolutely fits the template of an improvement coach. So that's why Nick betting him at 50-1 makes a lot more fucking sense than betting Ron Bridmore at 8-1. And the shit-ass Hurricanes, where they, they played so far. And he just won the war a few years ago anyway. So anyway, rant over. We'll get more into award stuff as the season goes along. But for this game, no bet. Just wanted to get that off my chest. Let's go, Flyers. All right. All right. There's certain times where a city, albeit a nation, needs something to happen in the world of sports, okay? And look at – maybe this isn't the best comparison. This kind of just came to my mind. Remember after 9-11 when George Bush threw that fucking opening <laughs> pitch to the Yankees game, you know? The city of New York fucking needed that, all right? And the city of Philadelphia needs something good after what we saw happen last night to the Phillies. So you know what? We've been pumping their tires on the entire city, so give me the Flyers. Give me them plus 102. Also, I think the Minnesota fucking stinks. Uh, Philip Gustafson, he's a great goalie. Don't get me wrong, Gustafson. His numbers aren't necessarily that great this year. Uh, 3.95 goals against average, a 0.8.9 or sorry, 0.897 save percentage is kind of skewed. I think he gave up seven goals to the Leafs to start the season, so that's a bit of a kick in the pills. But we talked about it, man. That dead cap space on Minnesota has to fucking factor in eventually. And I, we think this is the year that it's going to do it. And Philadelphia started off hot, which they're prone to do. They've done it again over the past couple of years. But if they're starting off hot, they're playing hot against a team that's not, give me the fucking Flyers, bro. So I'll take Philly plus 102. Uh, as far as over-under goes, I don't really have a lean I like particularly either way. Carter Hart's been good, man. Uh, 2.01 save or goals against average, 0.929 save percentage. I'll, uh, I'll lean towards the under on this one a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really listen. Did you guys pick the under or the over? I lean to the under. Joel okay. did not say. Okay. Uh, one well, more, one more thing. Like the, the Flyers rate as a top ten team so far through these these first five six games, and they played a tough schedule too. I mean, right? they, they beat the Blue Jacks, yeah. no problem. They they shut down the Oilers, shut down the Canucks. Uh, they were right in the game with the Stars, and they played their backup goalie, and they probably would have won the game if Carter Hart played that one. Mm -hmm. And I saw the game against the the Knights, and they were toe-to-toe -to -toe with them it's just the, the knights do their bullshit third period shit and, and win the game fucking bullshit um but uh no the, the flyers are actually a good team they did uh i think that's how they, they're ninth in terms of uh expected goals for fifth in terms of spectacles against so the flyers uh they, they played some tough competition and then and they're they're right in it so i'm a believer uh, and you know I, love, I love to hear it. I, I wrote an article earlier this week for uh, Broad Street Hockey saying why this start is different than last year. Last year, they were getting caved in possession-wise. This year, they're, you know, going, like you said, going toe-to-toe -to -toe or playing better than th their, uh, their better teams. 
And last year, I think that they were carried by the goaltending. But this year, mm-hmm. they aren't yeah. as carried. It's more of a team effort. Yeah, they did. They did have three shorthanded goals in that in that game against the Stars to help them out. It's okay. You got to be good to score shorthanded, Ben. Yeah, like trust Rogers luck, you know. Well, um, you, you told me that Arison was letting goals in left, right, and center, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hart would they would have they would have won if, if Hart was in that. There's something Ryan said too that shouldn't be underrated here. Do not, do not underrate the value of a fucking beer stein giveaway. Like these fans are gonna be just electric for Wells Fargo, bro. So that only helps the cause. I'm all for it, man. Let's go Flyers. All right, uh, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators, or should I say the Canada Senators, against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in Long Island. Uh, Ottawa on the money line, sitting at plus 105. Uh, New York on the money line at minus 125. The over-under is set at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Before I get into this game here, there is something I want to say. Ottawa Senators fans, you guys are fucking stupid, okay? Like this, I, I am so sorry. Yeah, here we go. Well, here is where we are going, okay? Because the Ottawa Senators fans are dumb. These motherfuckers are out here chanting fire DJ Smith. Your team is 3-3-1. Three, three, Let me tell you right now, that chant alone, that chant alone is indicative of just how Im- oblivious this fan base is to their fucking NHL team, okay? You guys are not making the playoffs. You have a hell of a head coach right now. Your team is 3-3-1 three, three, and one in the first seven games to start the year, and you're chanting for your goddamn coach to be fired? Are you fucking nuts? I would think DJ, I'm a Sheldon Keefe guy. Give me DJ Smith over Sheldon Keefe any fucking day. Guys, you're not a playoff team. Your goaltending is suspect. It's always been suspect. I hate to break it to you, but fucking Jonas Corpusello probably isn't going to be the guy to get it done. You have a good offense. Your defense is fine, but your kids are young and they're playing young. Like you have your vets like Giroux. But anyways, this team is not a playoff team. I know you guys probably don't agree with that, but Ottawa Senators fans, when you miss playoffs this year, don't fucking come whining at me about, oh, if we had done this, we had done that, we would have been in the playoffs. Guess what? It's not happening. You're fucked. You're a wild card team at best. You're not making one of the three shots of the Atlantic. And chances are you aren't even the fucking next team in line to make the wild card. So get the fuck out of here. Don't chant to fire your coach. You guys fucking stink. Come to grasp with it. Okay. With that being said, give me the fucking Islanders on the money line. Minus 125. Let's go in here and dick slap these pussies and show them why their team really does fucking suck. Also, over under. Give me the over because the Islanders are going to score seven goals on their own. Fucking losers. The Senators have been playing well this season, though. I mean, they they back to back bad losses against Detroit and Buffalo, both at home. That have to have a bad taste in their mouth. There, outshot them 37-23, 38-23. Had more scoring chances, more high danger chances. I mean, it, it's a goaltender though. It's Corpus Allo. That that's the whole thing. It, it's Corpus, <laughs> it's Corpus Allo <laughs> against Sorokin. It's hard to bet against Sorokin, but the Senators are dogs here. I think they're a better team than the Islanders, so I'm going to take them. Plus 105. The Islanders also have not been playing good hockey. They, they beat the Sabres to start the season. They beat the Coyotes 1-0. And now three straight losses. Obviously good teams. The, the, the Devils, the Sabres, and the, the Avalanche there. But um, yeah, I think I think these two teams are, are a lot closer. And the Senators are probably better than the Islanders are. Uh, so uh, give me the Senators here. Plus 105 on Long Island. Yeah, and the Islanders beat the Coyotes after uh, they the Coyotes were on a back-to-back, parting their ass off in New York, which were the, the Devils were supposed to be doing there in Montreal. But that's a different story. Um, but no, it's uh, I, I like there's a funny parallel here, though. Like the team that I was high on last year with the Devils, 
You know who is chanting uh, to fire their coach? The fucking Devils. Fire Lindy Ruff. Now, here we go again. Fire DJ Smith. But they All released right. it. Yeah. Oh, it was one game. So that they lost two games. Like, they were saying fire yeah, like, Lindy Ruff. <laughs> what are we Same doing? Same kind of thing, okay? The Sens are a good team. The problem is the goaltending. You're right about that. It, it, but Corpusali is a good goalie. Somewhere, somewhere in there, <laughs> there's a good goalie in him. <laughs> Hopefully, we can bring it out over the course of the season. If not, we'll bring somebody out, bum in, right? Look, these little, these little, we'll put you in there, man. Like uh, any goalie can get hot. You couldn't pay me enough money to put on that ugly fucking jersey wow. and play in that shit fucking there's city. There's a new okay. owner. There's a new owner. He's got yeah. pockets. And they don't even play in Ottawa. I'm not going to be right. a Canada senator. All right. All right. Point is, Islanders are only minus one of four for me. Sens plus 105. I got to take it. Plus, I think that Sens is the better team. And Sorokin has not looked good at all. Like, he's not the same goal he was last year, at least early on this year. I'm sure he'll get eventually over the course of the year. But so far, not so much. So I'm not going to believe it until I see it. So, yeah, I got to go with the Sens once again. I They were the better team against the Red Wings. They were matched with Buffalo. They, they just got uh, outshelled and early on. And then, then they got abandoned by their goaltending. But uh, here... I think the sense bounced back in this one. So give me the sense money line. And uh, that, that said, <laughs> I'm not backing any of the goalie. So over six minus 115. I don't just play a defensive game, but the sense absolutely do not, even though they have a strong defense, they're, they're very uh, offensively minded. So they're going to be pushing the puck forward from the defensive side of the ice. And I uh, will get some goals here. So give me an over in an Islanders game um, and the sense money line, of course. All right, moving down here to the 8 o'clock time slot, 8 p.m. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, this is going to be an absolutely sick game. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at plus 105. The Stars on the money line at minus 125. The over-under is set at 6. Uh, both over-under paying off minus 110 here. This is tough, dude. Like, the Stars are fucking dope, man. Like, uh, the Stars have been winning games, like, properly. And if you look at Toronto... You know, some of the games they've won, maybe they probably shouldn't have. You know, like that Tampa Bay game, let's face it, they probably shouldn't have won that game. They didn't necessarily look too great. Uh, they couldn't score on fucking Jonas Johansson. So you're telling me that they're going to be able to fucking score on Jake Ottinger? Kills me to say it, bro. I'm kind of leaning the stars here. Toronto hasn't been getting the depth scoring. Uh, Dallas has been good. And, uh, like, one thing I want to say here Mason Marchman scores every time he plays against the Leafs. It, it just happens, you know. So I'm going to be looking for a Mason Marchman anytime goal scorer or points or at least anything. Um, one thing I will say, uh, Joseph Wool is expected to get the start from this game. Leafs fans, let's pump the Jets a little bit here, okay? This guy's only played like fucking like 12 games, like regular season games. Let's fucking calm down on the Joseph Wool hype. He is playing well. He's been in a factor in the games he's played. I'm also talking for a long-term point of view here. Let's fucking calm our shit. Uh, as far as this game goes, though, with those two goalies in that, Joseph Wool and Jake Ottinger, keep in mind they both did represent Team America, I believe, at the World Juniors like three or four years ago, so they know each other. There's going to be a battle there, man. As a goalie, when you have goalie partners that like you're playing against or just anytime you're you're with that guy, you want to prove that, yeah, fuck you, I'm better than you. Like It's a competition you know, internally. So, fuck yeah, I think this game's going to go under. I think you're going to see both these goalies stand on their heads. I'm also going to see, I know in the score, you can bet like sometimes both goalies to make over like 30 and a half saves or something, and it pays off like plus like fucking like 400 or something. I'm definitely going to be on that because there's a lot of firepower from both offensive sides. Uh, so I'll be looking out for those prop bets, and then I'm going to whisper it, give me the stars. And then uh, as far as over-under goes, give me the under six at minus 110. 
Uh, I, I do quite like the under under here, under six minus one ten. I was I just found uh, under six and a half minus one twenty on MGM. Ooh. So you guys Ooh. looking in live, go uh, hit that up if you like that. But I I don't know why I I, I like the Maple Leafs here as as plus one hundred five underdogs. Maybe it's just because it's rare to see the Maple Leafs as underdogs and the stars don't quite get the recognition, you know, the respect normally that they do. But it, it, it's tough. It's it's tough to take Toronto here. But I just think I think somehow they'll they'll, they'll get the victory here dallas has been playing really well you know coming back home here now after being up in in pittsburgh there so toronto was a dog plus 105 a, a smaller play but i do quite like the under under six here minus 110 or six and a half if you can find it is even better for myself my number is uh right between the two so really no play on the side the leafs have been playing some good hockey lately i know they have some slow starts they should have I mean, I should have, but they, they did give up the early goal against the Capitals, which was ruled out for uh, goalie interference, I think it was, with yeah. that OV goal. And then they, they just carried the play after that. It was all these there. Uh, so, yeah, if they, they get a strong start here, I think that they can continue that. So, if no really play on the side. It's the, the Stars keep rolling. Uh, they play these tight, contested games. For that reason, I think that I'm leading towards the under, though. The Leafs' goal, uh, the goaltending's been good, but the more importantly, the defensive side of the puck has been looking a lot better lately. And the Stars, they just <laughs> they, they don't let up goals very easily. And um, uh, Talon mentioned earlier he likes uh, Joseph Wall for the Vezina, but you know what? To somebody who will be the favorite, I predict for the Vezina will be uh, Jake Ottinger. Uh, currently, he's uh, eight ten to one. I think that he'll be the favorite in a few weeks. So if you want to get on that now, that that now would be the time. It'll be a war between him and. Maybe uh, Alexander Georgiev, hopefully. Um, but yeah, for this game, absolutely under six, minus 108. That, that's the play for me. No real strong feeling on the side. Sorry. Um, all right, moving down here to the 9 p.m. time slot. We got the New York. I just regurgitate a little bit. You know when you throw up in your mouth a little bit? You know, like, oh. uh, Early. Uh, anyways, 9 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Rangers against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton, a city on fire. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus 125. The Oilers on the money line at plus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 102. The under at minus 118 in this game. Boys, the Edmonton Oilers, man. This is like, I think this is... This is to the point where, yeah, you, can, you still want to be able to say, oh, it's early, but it's ugly early. Like, there's no way around that. This team, they kind of look like shit. Honestly, that last game they played last night, I don't think Jack Campbell looked terrible. But in the end of the day, he gave up six fucking goals. And you can't do that, bro. Like, you can't be giving up that many goals. This team fucking sucks. What are they averaging? They're averaging goals against right now. Fucking 4.5 goals against per game. This is absolutely insane. How are you expected to win, let alone against a team like New York? So fucking give me the New York Rangers here. Give me them on the money line. What's it paying? Minus uh, 125. Uh, I will also take New York team total as well. I do like that if it's at three and a five or 3.5. And the over six and a half, man, like give me it, you know? Fucking I'm just trying to fade the Oilers any which way possible here. Oilers to me are still a great team, but just nothing's fucking clicking. Like Evander Kane had a great game yesterday. That's a little bit overdue. There's a bit of controversy saying he was kind of upset about his ice times here in Edmonton. But I, I just... I don't know. I've watched a couple Oilers games and just they looked it looked just like a mess. I don't know how to describe it. It looked like a mess. They have enough talent where they can score a couple of goals, but fucking they just looked like shit, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, we said last show that, you know, McDavid being out shouldn't make the Oilers plus 100 against the Wild, but 
I mean, maybe they should have been because, like you said, they they do not look good right now. I mean, looking at their lines, they have they have Yanmark on the, on the first line now, Warren Fogel on the second line. Where you know, if you don't have Fogel with McDavid or Drysdale, he's he's not going to be a player. And their bottom six, you know, isn't great there. So they're 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 not they're not playing well. They don't have any any cohesion there now, especially with McDavid out. And meanwhile, you know, the Rangers back to back big road wins in Seattle four one and Calgary three one. They're, they're kind of feeling it right now, and they're they're getting contributions from from the kids. Uh, Alexis Lafreniere has three goals in, in six games. Philip Hedel has six points, all assists in six games, but that still still counts. Chris Kreider five goals, one assist. Panarin eight points in six games. So they're they're getting the offensive contributions. Uh, Igor Shosturkin, you know, not, not himself quite yet, eight ninety seven save percentage, but against the Oilers without McDavid, he might be able to uh, you know fix that a little bit. So I love the Rangers here at minus one twenty five. Then for a side, um, I don't know. I could see the Rangers just just being like a four-one, three-one win, like like it's been recently. But also Edmonton just gave up seven to Minnesota, four to the Flyers. So probably a pass on the total, but a, a heavy bet on the Rangers minus one twenty-five. I fucking love the Oilers in this spot. Oilers oh, played a great God. game. The Oilers played a great game against the Wild. They just got let down by some some poor goaltending in the third period. Uh, like uh, they, they were the better team in that game. They just got a bit unlucky. And meanwhile, the Rangers were the the lucky beneficiary of the Flames, just continually failing to score. They were outplayed by the Flames in that game, um, but they that they just you know Shostakin made a few saves, whatever, and Markstrom didn't. And the Flames just continue to fuck things up. But uh, coming off the back of those two results, I think that the Oilers are the play here. Uh, yeah, that plus one hundred five. My line here makes Oilers the favorite minus one eleven. Quite like the Oilers in this spot. No real play in the side. Uh, you can't really blame the goaltending either because the Jack Campbell made a, a bunch of terrific saves in that game. He just made a couple bad ones in the third period uh, that that decided the game. Uh, so as long as he, he doesn't uh, give up those goofball goals, we'll be okay here. So give me the Oilers here. Home dogs. That, that's fine with me. Um, no McDavid. We're going to go with the rest of the team to buckle up and get the fucking thing done. Uh, the Rangers, they're not going to keep rolling like this. Like uh, they, They've got their road win in Alberta. They'll be fine with it. The Oilers, meanwhile, are in a desperate team. Wounded animal, wounded animal. The Bears on the side <laughs> of the road. Blood pouring out. You know what? He's going to fucking fight back and take you on. So give me the fucking Oilers here. Plus 105. Let's go. What have you ever seen a bear wounded on the side of the road? Oh, like a, deer, oh, a deer or something I get, but a fucking bear? Well, I want something with claws, man. Do you guys do you guys see moose a lot up there in Canada? I know moose are pretty scary. Yeah, we don't got too many moose in, in Toronto, north. bro. But <laughs> I don't know. Joel goes go into hunt the them. woods. We go hunt them. Yeah, yeah. You go hunt yeah. them. You don't see them on yeah. the side of the road. Wait, they're not just like ro- roaming around outside no, the no, Leafs no. arena? No, no, we no, not really. <laughs> we got we got a lot of deer. Like even like in Toronto, I was golfing at a Toronto golf course a couple of weeks ago. They just had a deer run across it. It's in the middle of the city. I'm like, how the fuck did it get here? But it was there. We got a lot of fox, and we got. A Squirrels, man, we got fucking oh, squirrels out the ass over here. It's nuts. I see coyotes trance through my yeah my road here. Like, in the country, there's a lot of yotes. Like, Growing up, you could always hear them fucking screaming and shit. Yeah, but even the city, I didn't expect that moving to the city. Like there'd be coyotes running around. Like what the fuck? Yeah. This is downtown Vancouver here. <laughs> they're they're bold. They come too. from. They don't give a fuck, eh? Like those no, yotes got fucking. They got hogs on. I them, guess because nobody has guns here. That's why they come here, right? Yeah, I maybe mean, that's fair. That's fair. We we got skunks too. I fucking. Oh yeah, we we got a buddy here. Uh, haven't named yeah. him yet, but he comes around once in a while. 
Ryan, what do you got? You just got gritty. We got squirrels. Uh, squirrels are always <laughs> always around in the park. We got we got we got random gritties going around. We got got a bunch of alley cats. Oh, we we gave our our Claude, our new cat, a bath today. He, he's so much soft softer now. So he's still got a little his, his claw still a little bit a uh, little bit bloody, but he's doing much better. So he's already cleaner than Claude Giroux in real life. <laughs> Uh, apparently so, yes. <laughs> All right, last game on the docket. Let's wrap this one up. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. I don't know why this game's at nine. Like, can't we push one of them to like ten o'clock or ten thirty or something? That sucks. Uh, anyways, uh, game itself is in Calgary. You. Uh, you're welcome. Seattle on the money line at plus one sixty. Calgary the money line at minus one ninety two. If anyone's interested, the Flames on the puck line at minus one and a half. It's playing off plus one thirty six. The over under is at six. Uh, overpaying off minus 115. The under is at minus 105 here. Uh, I don't like is Biddington still playing lights out? They they won the uh, no, did they win or lose last night? They lost, they lost, they lost, they lost yeah. to the Jets. The goddamn Jets. What was the score of that game? I'm looking it up right now. Um, they it lost 3 1, 3 1, 4 2, 4 2, 4 2, empty net. Because that is big to me right now. Empty net. Uh, <laughs> yes, empty net. Okay. Fucking. I'm going back similar to here with what I said earlier. One of those games. Give me the blues on the cowgirl. Plus one and a half at minus 162 here, man. Bennington's been fucking sick, dude. I know we chirped him a lot, but this guy's numbers this year are fucking absolutely astronomical. Um, what are they as we currently stand? Let me sneak a little peek. I was talking about them last show, too. It caught me off guard when I read it last show. He has a 1.69 goals against average and a .945 save percentage. I absolutely love that. Calgary Flames is currently 26 in the league for goals four per game, averaging 2.43. Uh, I do not think that if they win this game, they're going to win by more than two goals. So a little bit of juice here at minus 162, but I absolutely love St. Louis, a plus one and a half. Uh, and as far as over-under goes here, um do, do, do. yeah give me the under st louis fucking can't score either so hopefully markstrom starts turning it around a little bit and becomes a stud but yeah give me the under and then give me the uh blues on the cowgirl yeah just just a note there it is the blues first half of a back-to-back so do make sure Ten is starting if, if you are basing it off of that uh they play in vancouver on friday night has that been confirmed I mean, it hasn't confirmed who's starting yet. No, so <laughs> the games have been confirmed, though. No, the I'm not the goalie. Sorry, yeah, the yeah, goalies yeah. are just projected. They're, uh, huh. the site here. Okay, well then, but, I disregard everything I said until we know who is starting. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I, I I like the Flames here. Like just looking at the numbers, they have the fourth best expected goals four percent. But looking at at the box score, looking at the actual results, they've shit the bed recently. Three straight losses: three one, six two, three one. So, um, yeah, I, I lean to the Flames, but like. I'm not, I haven't watched them, so I don't know how they're actually playing. Uh, Blues are 0-5 in their last five road games. That's not very good. So I'm leaning to Calgary, but um, it may, may be too, a bit too steep at, at minus 192. So maybe a puck line play or, or maybe just a pass for me. The line is getting a little steep, but uh, that's the only way I'd play this. Give me the Flames here. My line is minus 190. It's minus 192, but I think that the Flames have a lot more in them than what they've shown so far. They're, they're, the rating is a little depressed based on recent results, but they are a better team than what they've shown so far. I got to repeat the same mantra again, 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 until I fucking lose all my money. <sighs> the Flames are a disappointing team to me, but I think that they uh, they should start getting these wins. A few more lucky bounces, man. You watch this team. They, they get a lot of pucks to the net. They're like the, the poor man's Hurricanes, right? Except the Hurricanes get some luck. 
The Flames get no luck at all. Any fucking deflection in their end goes in the net. Any deflection in the other end does not go in the net. It, it, it's ridiculous. It goes on and on and on. It cannot go forever. So until that happens, I'm just going to keep backing this fucking team until it burns me. Burn me in hell. Give me the Flames here. Um, for the total, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether it's Bennington or Joel Hofer. Joel Hofer is actually uh, an up-and-coming goalie. So that doesn't mean much to me. But I, I already bet the Canucks, too, in the next game at minus 175. So if you can get an early line there, that'd be good. But uh, no, no, it's it's Flames here. No real side or no real feel on the total. But, yeah, it's, I'm just going to just gonna keep riding this team, man. Like the Flames are just going to – once you once you ride a horse, you got to ride it to the death. Got to ride it off the fucking hill, okay? If that, that, that thing breaks, you got to go with it. All right, you gotta you gotta <laughs> stick to your guns. You gotta go all the way. All right, this is my team now. The flames are going. Maybe I'll jump off at some point, but that point is not tonight. <laughs> Let's go, Flames. We'll beat the fucking Blues. They're the they're the worst, man. I hate the Blues. All right. Uh, for anybody that is curious, I am currently rocking a pink Odie with corgis on it, and it is in fact an Oogie, not a Snuggie nor a Slanket. Just in case. Um, yeah, Joey. I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I want to like neither. the Flames this year. Me I neither. really do. I wanted to at the start, but like, come on, man. Like, what? Well, okay. Who was it the other day? One of their players, I forgot. He was pretty much all but like, you just like fucking. Oh, was Zadorf, I, I was just yeah. about to bring that up. He was bring like, that you, up. You, you can't. You can't have a hard coach. You can't have a soft coach. You can't play for a good coach. Like at some point, you gotta just. Sack that's a shot. At, that's a shot at Huberto, is it not? Like that's a direct shot at Jonathan fucking Huberto. He said too what? many individuals playing for themselves in the Flames, so it, it might be, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, man. That's I don't know. I like this team. I want to see this team have a success. Don't get me wrong to all the folks out there in Calgary, but it's just been ugly. Alberta's having a tough go right now. Personally, I hate the Flames. Okay, so I'm okay with it seeing them lose. It's just betting wise, I, I think that they're the team to bet on. So that's why it's frustrating for me. So I hate betting on this fucking team that I hate and losing money and seeing them lose anyway. So it's, it's I ridiculous. I wish I could just bet on them to lose and be done with it, but I can't because the numbers say that I should bet them. So that's what I got to do. All right. Well, fuck it. Fuck, fuck it, it, Jolie. Fuck it. Fuck Let's it. go. We had Ride a the saying... horse till she dies. I love that. Fucking right into the dirt. Let's give her. Um, all right. That wraps up consensus plays. What do we got here? Fucking gritty. Oh, I got consensus plays. Uh, Ducks, Bruins under six at minus 112. Jackets, Canadians under six and a half plus 100. Um, Seattle plus 164. I think we're all on that. I'm not sure about one of you two, though. I feel like I'm, I don't They're know. Playing, I don't remember what I said. Um, the Hurricanes. Yeah, I think I am. All right, uh, Flyers plus one hundred two. Not not a bet for Joel, but he's he's a Flyers fan now, so we're counting it. And then uh, nine eleven game. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Leaf Stars under it. six minus one ten. All right, there you go. Those are plays, right? So we got yeah, plays. There. Our, our our consensus plays last show when uh one six and five. Uh, probably lost a few unit, lost a unit there. So I didn't do the one math, six and five. So five pushes. Six, six and five. Oh, okay. Do you imagine five pushes? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How's that even happen? Um, all right, we're going to move to our lock dogs and totals here. We ran through our current standings already. Oh, no, we didn't actually. So in total, I am five and four. I'm down 0.01 units. Uh, Ryan is in second. He's two and seven. He's down 5.62 units. 
Jolie is uh, trailing up to behind. He is two and seven. He is down 7.31 units. We are about to bounce back and go on a heater, all three of us collectively, because this has been a, like our, probably the worst start we've had in the three years that we've done this show. But that's okay, because it's going to fucking start this week, and we're going to rock and roll. And how we're going to rock and roll, I'm going to kick us off here, and maybe this isn't the best pick. But fuck the goddamn Islanders. You, or not the Islanders, the goddamn Senators. I hate the Islander fans, too, actually, now that I think about it, because they're addicts to Tavares. But fuck the goddamn Senators, and fuck your goddamn shitty fans, and fuck your goddamn city you don't even fucking play in. Fuck your shitty market you got there that's not as good as the St. Lawrence market. Fuck all of you. Fuck you hating on DJ Smith. Fuck Brady Kachuk. Fuck Jacob Chikrin. Fuck who else do they got? They got fucking Jonas Corpusello in there. Fuck Josh Norris. Fuck Shane Pinto, even though he hasn't even signed yet, I still think. Fuck everyone you got. Fuck Daniel Epherson. Fuck Danny Heatley. Fuck Zidane Chara. Fuck Wade Redden. Like, I can go for days, bro. I can go for days. I hate Danny your city. Alfredson. I said Elfie. I put Elfie oh. in there. Trust me. 100%. Fuck uh, LeClaire or whatever that goalie was you guys had. That's like Laleem, Maxwell Laleem. Um, I, I, I'm not going to continue, but I could. So give Craig me the Anderson. island. I like Craig Anderson. I'm a oh, Craig okay. Anderson. He's a, come on. He's he just got retired. Didn't, didn't I know. He signed a one day contract as he should. So hell yeah. 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 Colorado Avalanche. Great. Uh, <laughs> so, so give me the New York Islanders money line. Uh, minus 125 uh, for my dog here. Uh, I hate everything to do with the city of Edmonton. Fuck minute. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, give me the New York Rangers in regulation one plus 125 versus Edmonton here. Uh, I know Julie's a little bit high on the Oilers in this game. I, however, am not. So give me the regs winning in regulation at plus 125. And then for my total, uh, San Jose, Tampa Bay under six and a half minus 105. We all but established that Jonas Johansson's winning the Vesna this year or tonight. And uh, the San Jose Sharks literally can't score more than one goal a game. So give me the under six and a half. Uh, yeah, for me, my lock is the Colorado Avalanche minus 142 at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, I think they're the much better team. I, they're going to go down at some point. I, I don't think here Pittsburgh, you know, hasn't put it together yet with all their new pieces there. I went with the Leafs last show. Hopefully the Avs do the same for me and get the win. Uh, my dog is the Kraken plus 164 at Carolina. I just think that's way too high of a price given how those two teams are playing right now. Carolina, especially without Pesci, their goaltending is not playing too well. So, uh like the crack in there. And then my total, I'm, I'm getting, you know, getting a little juicy here, but Sharks team total under two and a half at minus 140. You can find it minus 125, minus 130 elsewhere, but we're going with these odds. I think it's going to hit. They haven't scored more than two goals uh, in only one game so far. So those are my plays. For myself, we're going with the Habs minus 120 at home against the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets are shit. The Canadians have at least uh, shown themselves to be a bit competitive. Uh, just they're just a better team at home. You're coming off of loss, whatever. Blue Jackets coming up north, they'll they'll fuck it up. Uh, my dog, though, here we go, here we go. We're going against my boys here. We're going with the San Jose Sharks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Jonas Johannes is not going to keep up this ridiculous pace, and they might even start Matt Tompkins in net for this one, given the fact that they'll underestimate the Sharks. But you're in Tampa, you should not underestimate a shark. A shark attack. This is shark territory. This That's isn't Sweden. Sharks- this ain't Sweden. There that's is right. That's right. There's we sharks. There's sharks. <laughs> there's sharks in the, uh, the Gulf of Mexico, where the fuck Tampa is. Um, <laughs> so giving the sharks here plus two forty on the roll. They're not going to lose every fucking game this season. They they're a shitty team, but the, the Lightning. This is a good spot for them to to let it loose, get a little break. Come on, you just lost the Leafs. Okay, then you come back and beat the Hurricanes. But now you got the Sharks coming. Who gives a fuck if you lose this one? This is when the Lightning players are going to enjoy the Tampa Bay. 
strippers, historical, very legendary <laughs> strip scene. But the Sharks, they're coming in strictly business. Okay, we're gonna win this game for the good of the uh, for the good of the franchise, San Jose. Let's go. Uh, my total though, probably my most confident one. Uh, I'm not really confident in the first two, but we're just <laughs> winging it now. Ducks Bruins under six minus one twelve. Uh, Ducks are playing a much better defensive game. Bruins, you know, they, they 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 spell out defensive game. Just just say B R U I N S. That's both defensive. Um, so yeah, there will not be seven goals in this one. So give me the under six in the Ducks and Bruins. Could we clip that? Like that's got to be a shirt. Like that's the shirt right there. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll get the snap on it. <laughs> that's unbelievable okay boys you know what i think we're all gonna hit all three of our we're not going against each other at all are we I don't we think are we kind of i mean uh, we could have a two one sharks win <laughs> yeah that could happen yeah, i guess yeah. yeah yeah i suppose either way i think all of us are gonna hit our bets because you know what we're fucking do yo we're fucking due, and it's going to happen. We're going to start following in the right direction. So I absolutely love it. Good picks, boys. Good show. Uh, all right, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We're all drying off from the NHL frozen bukkake. We're thawing out and drying off, but it's okay. We're feeling good. We're getting back so on the horse here. Refractory period. That's why I only had one game today. <laughs> we had a little break. <laughs> Had to recharge the fucking gears a little bit. That's all right. Uh, so we're coming at it hard, though. Fucking let's get at it. Uh, football's doing this thing. You know, uh, baseball. Do we care now, Ryan? Can we stop bringing up baseball? Now? Yeah, don't, yeah bring, don't bring it up. It's PTSD. Okay. I'm going to flash. World it. Series does not exist all right. anymore. Baseball, yeah, I was going to say, baseball as a whole does not exist. So that's fucking sweet. Although I hear... Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting oh, soon. Pitchers and catchers only. Yeah, look out. When, uh, when's your meetings coming up in probably six weeks or so? Yo, fucking brutal, bro. Anyways, you got MMA doing its thing. So tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Golf, Century Tournament of Champions, which to me is the official start of the PGA season. It's coming up in January. So we are weeks away, boys. I'm fucking counting down already. We're about like 10 weeks away or so. So I'm fucking Let's amped. Go. Hell yeah. Um, so that'll be a thing. Uh, anyways, go to the SGPM website. Check it out. Check out Ryan's uh, fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. They're absolutely killer. Uh, listen to the other shows. Shout out uh, MMA Gambling Podcast with the boy Jeff Fox. Uh, listen to all the other stuff. If you're a basketball fan, tell me. If you're a basketball fan, do you guys get all fucking dolled up to the nines when you go cheer your team? Or is that just a Toronto thing? <laughs> I And you know what it is, too. Ryan, you might know this more than Joel does. It might be, might be more in your wheelhouse, but... Fucking Drake's got that OVO brand or whatever. And so everybody's wearing the owl stuff to the Raptors mm. games. I don't know if you know what that is, but I, I do. I, I'm familiar with it. I was going to say it's definitely the Drake factor. Like, oh, they're like, oh, Drake might show up. I got to make sure I look good. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. That's fine. But either way, let me know if you guys are doing that too. Uh, also, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's popping off, bro. It's fucking been absolutely electric and sick this season. So, so amped to stoke to see where we get by the end of it. That's going to be an absolute blast. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. You're not having a great time. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point in the right direction. You can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Uh, our social media assistant producer uh, will be sure to point you in the right direction as long as he's not being an asshole to me he might be a little busy just fucking picking on me or something but once he's done doing that i'm sure he'll tell you what's going on uh or what you can do is just fucking bet the sharks in the docks because those are fucking great things to do and if you're doing that there's only one other person in the world that's doing it and uh that's the person you could talk to about how to get into the discord 
Fuck yeah. Let's go. Sharks, ducks. No better combo in the world. Put it on your platter, seafood platter next time. Eat them up. <laughs> uh, I've had shark is good. I don't know if you ever had it. It's I very haven't nice. actually. Duck is good. It's actually duck is good. Duck's great too. Fuck, dude. I gotta have penguin. <laughs> next next up. Let's go. <laughs> Where do the yeah, sharks play the penguins? <laughs> I don't know. Let's fucking figure that one out. But sorry, Ryan. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at hockey sgpn. Uh, I've been getting some DMs about hacking in the Discord there. So uh, don't feel bad. Reach out. I'll, I'll send you the link to get you in the Discord there. So uh, do that. Also, leave us a five. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How come nobody fucking DMs me? I don't know. Check check your requests. I don't know. They're open. They're open. Just slide, <laughs> They're slide open. in. If slide you in. in. Discord, slide into Talon's DM so he feels included. Honestly, low-key, don't. I don't know how to send you the link. So I know we say this every show. Ask Ryan. You just go to sg.pn slash discord. We'll take you there. It's a short link. Uh, and then your browser, wherever it does it. Or just reach out and, and we'll send it to you. And yeah, subscribe. If you're a new, new listener, haven't left, left us a five-star rating and review, please do. If you're an old listener and haven't left, left us a five-star rating and review yet, fuck you. Fuck you. What are you waiting for? Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. get those in there so I have something to read here. All right. How did this show uh, last longer than the Bukaki episode? We had I, I, five I, more I, games yesterday. And then we just uh, we, had a, we had a half hour intro due to my Phillies rant and the frozen frozen frenzy talk. Touché, touché. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't even think about that. All right. Whatever. Let's fucking wrap this one up. All right, buddy. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me at Tyler underscore Jenkins 94. You also find me eating a bowl of shark fin soup with some sliced duck on top, baby. Let's fucking go. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. You can also find me contemplating life atop the Ben Franklin Bridge. Don't 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 do it. <laughs> I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me thanking my old man bladder for lasting this whole episode. I thought I'd yeah! get a piss break without <laughs> the ad breaks. I had to read all the ads. No piss break for me. I made it all the way through, almost two hours long. Thank you. You well. did a, a nice and healthy prostate, even after the the bukkake there. For so it's impressive. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Peace.